Welcome to the Consistency Club, a monthly podcast dedicated to marketing your photography business from the creators of This Can't Be That Hard. Each month on the 15th, you'll hear an in-depth discussion about a marketing strategy that's working well in the industry right now. Looking for even more support? When you become a member of the Consistency Club, you'll unlock access to the extended version of each month's podcast, along with monthly email and social media templates and bonus access to that month's secret strategy. Sign up at go.thiscan'tbethathard.com slash club to get started. I wish that I had like one of those little noisemakers for the new year. Happy new year. <laughs> Hi, Dana. How are you? I'm good, Adam. How are you? I'm so good. I cannot believe that we are recording episode 13, officially our second year of the Consistency Club. So yay, round of applause. We're recording this and actually dropping it in December, but this will be technically our January episode for 2024. And if you haven't noticed, you're listening to this in a different place. The Consistency Club has officially graduated from being sort of the kid sister to This Can't Be That Hard to having its brand spank a new own podcast because of all of the love and support that you guys have given us over the course of the year. We figured that this sort of deserved its own seat at the table and we are really, really excited about it. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who listened over the last year, um, to all of our members. And if you're new here, welcome. Um, We are really excited to continue to serve photographers and really help you guys learn a bite-sized little marketing nugget every month and then help you take that knowledge and really up-level your marketing, streamline it, make it easier, and hopefully help you grow your revenue with that, with those marketing I don't know, know how. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's an it's a hard thing when you are really any kind of small business owner, but certainly as photographers, we are busy wearing kind of all the different hats. Marketing is one of those things that I think a lot of us see as a game of defense, right? (laughs) If our calendar isn't full, we're running around trying to do marketing. And then as soon as it fills up, we're like, great, I don't have to do that anymore, which tends to perpetuate a cycle of some like feast and famine and create a lot of unnecessary stress. And our goal with the Consistency Club is consistency and to make consistency really achievable for you, attainable for you, hopefully easy and maybe even fun for you. But maybe what we should do, Dana, since I imagine that we may have some new listeners around here, is do kind of a little bit of a background on who we are and why we have any reason to be talking about marketing for photographers, eh? Yeah, let's do it. Why don't you start? (laughs) Sure. Well, I uh, am a photographer. My name is Anami Tonkin. I am a portrait photographer. I photograph families in North Carolina, and I've been doing that since 2010. And I am Dana, and I work in digital marketing specifically for solopreneurs. So I help people who are individual business owners figure out how to market their business. And then also, like Anami was saying, because when you're a solopreneur, you wear so many hats. I have found that marketing gets pushed to the back burner very often. So my job is to come in and just sort of give you the ideas so that you can make marketing a lot easier. You don't have to go through the ideation phase. You can just kind of take what we create for you and make it work for your own business. 
And the beautiful thing is your art is certainly going to be unique to you and something that, you know, helps connect you with your ideal client. But your marketing doesn't have to be a thousand percent unique. It should be your voice. It should be your message, certainly. But you don't have to reinvent the wheel on this particular thing. You can take time-tested strategies that are sort of known to work, apply those with your sort of special sauce, and that can do the heavy lifting for you. And so, again, we're not here to sort of change your voice or change what you're saying. We're just giving you a framework that you can build on. And, you know, it's kind of like if you <laughs> if you enter something into ChatGPT, it never spits out exactly what you want, but sometimes it seeds that idea. When yeah. we, you know, in our templates and things, we feel like we've got pretty good messaging dialed in because we are catering specifically to photographers. And a lot of people are able to sort of take what we create for both email and social and apply that pretty directly. But certainly it's easy enough to tweak if you want to make it special and different for your business. Yeah. And I'll just do a like a very quick lesson on marketing here, which is like when you're thinking about marketing, it's really in three different phases. There's like the ideation phase where you're like, hmm, what do I want to say? What do I want to share? What do I want to talk about? And then there's a very separate phase, which is like, okay, let me actually write that thing or create that you know, reel or content. And then the third phase is like sh- actually sharing it, posting it, whatever. It's so difficult to try to do all three of those phases all at once. So what we try to do is actually take that whole first phase off your plate. We're like, hey, we're going to give you the ideas. And then all you have to do is just add your little flavor on top and do stage two and stage three. And that cuts so much of the work out of it for you. So just for those of you who are new around here, that's kind of what, what the Consistency Club was founded on. It was like, how can we help people do their marketing faster and also take the guesswork out of it. I love that. So good. And again, it's it's going really well. So we're uh, we're excited. So with that, why don't we go ahead and dive into this month's marketing yep. strategy, what we kind of want to kick the year off with. Yeah. So what we want to focus on in January and really kind of the first quarter of this year is growing your email list and the importance of having an email list, which is, I like to talk about this in terms of real estate that you own versus real estate that you rent. Your social media is rented space. You don't control the algorithm. There's a lot of, you know, nonsense over there that you can't control. And of course, I try to give you strategies for kind of breaking through the noise. But at the end of the day, that is sort of more of a gamble than your email list, which is like when you send out an email, boom, that goes into everybody's inbox, whether or not they actually open it. For those of you who have been around for a long time, you've heard me talk about this analogy of like marketing is like driving down a highway and you keep seeing billboards. So every email that lands in your client's inbox, whether they open it or not, is a billboard for your business. And that is so, so valuable, even more valuable than when they see it on social media, mostly because of the mindset that people are in. When people are on social media, they're kind of like in a scroll, like zone out phase, right? When people are on their email, 
think about yourself. Like when you're on your email, you're a little bit more like in task oriented to do mode, right? Versus when you're on your social media, you're just like kind of more looking to be entertained. So people are more engaged when they get your email. They're more likely to be like, oh yeah, I need to book with that person or yeah, let me read this, you know, thing, whatever. As opposed to on social media, you have to really work hard to grab their attention and stop their scroll. You know, I have to I have to interrupt you there and just talk about, of course, we're recording this in December and everybody knows that early December is like you are at the right in the crosshairs of like every single email marketing campaign in the universe is coming into your inbox right now. And I know there are so many photographers who are like, I just don't want to be part of that noise. I don't want to annoy my people. I don't you know, like it bugs me when I get a bunch of emails from people. I don't want to be that service provider. And yet I just this morning opened an email in task mode. You know, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about gifts because I'm in the shopping mindset. And I got, it must have been my 10th email this week from a clothing brand that I have started to buy from. And it's so funny because I, it's like, I am exactly their ideal client. I know I am. I first heard about them from an ad in my Instagram feed. And then that brought me over to their website. And I, and I ordered a sweater. This was months ago. I ordered a sweater. It was a great sweater. And so from there, I have ordered probably six or seven more pieces of clothing from them. And then this morning, after I got a whole bunch of emails that I didn't open from them in the last couple of weeks, because I was just like, uh, 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 not shopping. I was shopping this morning. Then that email showed up in my inbox, and what did I do but go and spend $240 on gifts for my mom and my cousin. So (laughs) it was a very effective campaign for them, and I just bring that up only to say that, like, it really is. I think if I had seen one of their ads when I was just kind of in the scrolling mindset, it would have been totally different. Okay, for the listeners and for myself, because you always look so cute, what is this clothing brand? (laughs) I'm always like, oh, I don't want to bother people with this. Or like, what if somebody has something to say about it? But yeah, it's this brand called Quince, which is simple, sustainably sourced clothing and handbags and stuff like that. They don't have any sort of physical store, so the prices are good. Love it. Okay. Well, this episode not brought to you by Quince, but kind of brought to you by Quince. Yeah, yeah. I happen not to be wearing anything of theirs at the moment. But. Everybody's like on their phone Googling, right? <laughs> well, there you go. Free advertising. There you go. Good job on your email campaign. But yeah, I mean, that is so true. I, I'm sure you can think of a million, everybody can think of a million examples of this. I get, t- it's so funny. I get tons of emails and I'm like, when did I sign up for this? Yeah. And but like, you know, it sometimes it does just hit you in the right moment. And then the other 95% of the time, if I don't feel like opening their email, I just don't open it. But every single day I'm like, oh yeah, you know, BarkBox or, oh yeah, like what, you know, whatever. So it's just a little reminder. Mm -hmm. And so let's take this conversation and really elevate it to talk about like money. Let's talk about how does an email list translate directly to money? So there's tons of statistics out there about like, you know, for every X person on your email list, it equals this much in revenue. And I think a lot of those are really 
skewed towards big corporations. And so, you know, I, I don't have statistics for small solopreneur businesses per se, but I think we can take that idea and sort of, you know, you can kind of start to do this math in your head a little bit and say, okay, well, you know, if you, if your goal is to, you know, shoot 50 sessions a year and you have an email list of 200 people and you're able to fill your calendar, well, then that's one in four people on your email list is booking for you, right? So, that's that's pretty incredible. 25%, gosh, you would kill for a 25% like engagement rate on on a social media post, you know? Right. So, uh, you know, again, it's like I don't know that I can give it like a, a an exact dollar amount, but you can really start to, you know, think about, okay, when I need to fill a session spot, is it easier for me to blast it out on social media? Maybe. But do I get better results when I send it out via email through people who have said Yes, I want to be on your email list. I like what you do enough to give you my email. Yeah, I'm going to say your hit rate is going to be higher on your email list. Absolutely. So, and I have personally experienced this both ways as a photographer where I have, let's say, a spot that opens up in either a session on a prime weekend day during the spring or fall, or if I did like a mini session series that I was inviting people to sign up for. If there yeah. were one or two open spots and I posted about those on social media and I sent out them out to my email list, 99% of the time it was the email blast rather that got those spots booked. It's not that people don't hit the like button or like DM you and say, oh, yeah, I'm interested. But to your point from before, it's almost a different mindset. When someone is in their inbox, they see something and they are more likely to take action on that, especially if it means if you're you know, on Instagram, like leaving the platform, like, oh, I have to leave Instagram and go over to you know their website or you know give them a call or do whatever the, the call to action is. When you're in your inbox, that's just a it's a lighter lift. You're usually on your laptop or, you know, doing something where you're able to like manage that. Yep, totally. I think the next step to this is like, okay, so if this month we're talking about how to grow our list, why it's so important to grow our list. Well, then once we have this email list, so whether or not you're brand new to email marketing and you don't even have a list yet, we're going to be helping you with those strategies. Or if you have a list and you're just trying to grow it. Now that you have this list, how do you get people to actually open your emails? Right. So that's what, we, what we're going to dive into a little bit deeper in the strategy this month. So why don't you kind of just like give them a brief overview of that? Sure. So kind of a combo, as we always do in our templates, the email templates are going to be this month. I mean, again, most of us are sort of post the sales season, post the whatever. So I always look at the beginning of the year as a really prime time to nurture my relationships with people on my list. I it's, I don't want to say I'm repairing the damage, but there's a little bit of like we're all post email onslaught. And so we want to make sure that we're really giving people something that feels valuable and enriching rather than like they're just being sold to. So that's what our email templates are going to be sort of focusing on. But I'm adding in a little strategy that I think will be super helpful and is kind of a fun one when it comes to getting people in the habit of opening your emails. And that has to do with using your, the PS real estate really strategically. So, you know, we all read emails 
We open an email and if they are visually formatted with like relatively short paragraphs or blocks of text, if they're interspersed with fun things to look at, whether those things are photos or, you know, GIFs or whatever, and then broken potentially even further with headlines or bolded text or anything like that, it's it makes it a lot easier for people to skim and kind of get the important parts that you're trying to get across if they're not going to sit down and read the whole email. So that's its own topic unto itself. But when you think about all of that real estate, that big block of text at the top of an email is always going to feel more like a solid wall. And then there's your signature, and then there's the PS. And I have read studies to support this, but I, more importantly, have seen this over and over and over again in my own experience. When you put something in the PS, people read it. And if you make what you put in the PS something really fun and something that people can look forward to each month, then even if they're like, I'm not interested in hiring a photographer right now, ooh, but I want to see what she's doing this month, Mm-hmm. And they open your email, their eyes are going to at least sort of glance over what you're saying or the photos that you're posting or whatever in that email. And so you still have the opportunity to grab their attention for whatever your current offer or call to action might be, but they, you've got them in that email. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. And I love that because that definitely works on me. I always, <laughs> I have, I'm, I'm on this, I can think of a specific email list I'm on. And there's always a great PS and I always immediately go to the PS yeah. when I don't necessarily want to read the whole email. Bonus points if that, you know, ends up getting them to hit the reply button or, you know, if there's some sort of thing that they're voting on or something like that. Because ultimately, those kinds of interactions are absolutely what builds that no like and trust factor with your potential clients. Yeah. And so if you're thinking like, oh, man, what could that be? We're going to be talking about that for our members in the second half of the podcast. And then I'll just hop on to say for social media this month, I just want you guys to like start thinking about the different sort of levels of resistance to getting people from your social media to your email list. So the path of least resistance is going to be the most work for you, which is like you put something in stories or something where they have to like click a button. That's going to be the path of least resistance. The next level of resistance would be like them sending you a DM. And then the path of most resistance would be if they have to leave the platform. So I'm going to be talking a lot about different strategies for how you can make it really easy for people to pop on your email list, basically give you their email address. And then also, how do you build trust to the point where they want to give you their email address? Or like, yes, I want to be on your email list. So that's what I'm going to be talking about in social media this month. Love it. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and dive right into that for our members. And if you're not a member, don't forget, you can go to go.thiscan'tbethathard.com slash club and join us anytime. That's it for this month's marketing lesson. But there's more waiting when you become a member. Visit go.thiscan'tbethathard.com slash club to join the Consistency Club and get instant access to the rest of this episode, your Mad Lib style email and social media templates, our library of bonus trainings, and this month's secret strategy. Again, that's go.thiscan'tbethathard.com slash club. We can't wait to have you.